In the year of 2009, I sent out one cold message that changed my life forever. How can one cold email change your life forever? I'll be sharing with you in today's video. Welcome to Monica Talk Cyber. On this very channel, I share with you real stories, real experiences, and real tips to 10x your career and your life. If you wish to accelerate your career and grow faster, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Monica Talk Cyber, and click on the notifications bell. And let's get growing. The year is 2009. I'm doing my master's in informatics. So far, I've gotten some academic lessons and done some deep dive into really theoretical mathematical concepts like cryptography. I'm talking about a time where there are no cybersecurity courses, where there are no bug bounties, where there are no hands-on labs or exercises for learning hacking, or at least not readily available or easily accessible. And while all that cryptography and academic stuff is great and very insightful, really builds the backbone. All I want to do is work with practical cybersecurity. I want to study hacking. I want to practice hacking. All I want to do is be a hacker, an ethical hacker. So I decided to do my master thesis that helps me or that can help me learn about hacking, the really cool stuff that is happening in the real world, the world outside the walls of academia. So I decided to do my master thesis in application security so I can actually try to bridge the gap between academia, boring but very important stuff, and the industry practice, the new and the really cool stuff. One of my supervisors for my master thesis is my cryptography professor, obviously. He says yes. Really brilliant, insightful guy. Knows his stuff in the academia. Now, all I need is someone who's an expert in hacking who understands the industry, someone who will be willing to guide me, take out their time to teach me and guide me. For some months now, I'd been hearing about this infamous hacker who hacked in Yahoo. I'd been reading blogs on how this guy kept on finding new ways to hack websites. I'd been getting really impressed by this big shot who managed to become an expert in web application security and open his own company, White Hat Security. Who is this big shot? Jeremiah Grossman. But then came this crippling fear. Would this big shot ever reply to me, ever read my plea, ever agree to guide me? I'm no one. But I tell myself, if I would never try, I would never know. And even though I was no one, I decided to contact him. And that one decision, that one cold email changed my life forever. Not only did I break into cybersecurity, I grew my career 10x. And today, I'm a certified board executive. I'm a security leader. And I've been in this industry for almost two decades. And these are the elements that I decided to ensure in my messages to Jeremiah. Here's what makes a great cold email. Here's what worked for me, and here's what may work for you. Number one, be timely and check applicability. It's not just what you write that matters. It's also when you contact someone. Is it timely? 
Is the timing of your message appropriate and relevant? It's also essential to consider who you're contacting. Is this the person, the right person to receive a message? Have you done your research to ensure that the content of your message is applicable to them? The combination of these factors is key to maximizing the impact of your communication. In my case, Jeremiah was in the prime light of becoming gold in web application security. There was no better timing than now. There was no better applicability than him as all I wanted was to emulate him, at least in the beginning of my career. Number two, research the heck out of the person. Take time to thoroughly research the person you're considering. Go beyond the basic surface level. Make sure you have a solid understanding of who they are, what their interests are, and what they're capable of. Use all available resources to get a comprehensive picture of the person in question. Going that extra mile to research the heck out of them can pay off in long run, giving you the knowledge and also the confidence that you need to contact them with impact and more importantly, build a long-term relationship. Even if it starts with a cold email, it can turn into a beautiful long-term relationship and collaboration, and having that mindset is important. Through my research, one thing I already learned about Jeremiah was that he was both resourceful and helpful, even without having exchanged even a single word with him. He was the kind of mentor I was looking for, smart, resourceful, but also kind. Someone I would also look up to someone I can always learn from, someone who will be open to learning also from me. Yep, the latter is also very important. Today, I see, I still talk to Jeremiah and there are times when actually he's learning from me and it feels really nice because I can actually help him as well. Have that mindset, it's very, very important. Number three, set your expectations clear. Set the expectations clear from the very beginning, already in your first communication and throughout. When you make that first contact with someone, it's important to ensure that your expectations are made clear from the outset. Doing this early on will help you A, to avoid any potential misunderstandings, and B, start with the right tone, and also set the right tone for any future communication. Establishing what is expected from each other at the outset is essential for a successful relationship and will help ensure that everyone is on the same page throughout. However, there's a caveat to this point. You can set your expectations, but remember, no one owes you anything. One expectation you should not have is expecting the person to respond because you think it's the right thing to do. That will just set you up for failure. Make expectations reasonable, applicable, and sensible. Have the mindset that they will respond or reply to you, but you cannot expect them because it's the right thing to do. That's really important. Don't miss that caveat. Number four, write like a fifth grader. Be simple. Write like a fifth grader. Be simple in how you communicate. Write how you would speak. It's not a scholar's article. It's a conversation, even though it's in written form. Use simple language that is straightforward and clear. 
And don't be afraid to use conversational language as if you're talking directly to the reader. Even when you write, you should strive to sound like you would if you would be speaking. This is the technical document. It's meant to be a friendly, engaging conversation. So avoid overcomplicated words and phrases and focus on expressing your ideas in an easy, understandable manner. Simplicity always wins. Number five, start cautiously without overwhelming them. Be personal, but don't overwhelm them. Begin by taking it slowly and smoothly without bombarding them with too much information or too many requests or too much information at once, especially in your first messages. Make it personal, use your research, share about yourself, but don't overload them with too much information or too many requests, neither in the beginning nor afterwards. Especially in the beginning, in the very first messages, rather be more conservative than you normally would. This will help build trust and respect, which are essential for any successful relationship, even when it starts with a cold message. Take the time to build a relationship with them and then expand on it as the trust and understanding grows. And even though this happens over time, you need to have that mindset already in your very first contact, your very first message, your very first cold email. Only with the right mindset will you be able to use your words to be able to convey your patience and respect for their time and space. Always respect their time and space. Always. No exceptions. Today, tomorrow, after 10 years, even after having built a solid relationship with Jeremiah, I'm always, always very careful and considerate of his space and his time. And I consider them very critical and valuable. I never, ever take any call at any conversation with him for granted. And I never will. Neither should you. Number six, tell who you are and why are you contacting them. Use social proof. Don't be humble in this step, but don't be over-exaggerating either. Find that sweet spot. Think and answer subtly in your message. Why should they bother replying to you? Intrigue their curiosity. That's what happened when I told Jer that I was studying master's and I was planning on doing my master thesis in none other than application security, the very topic he's a guru at. And his interest was piqued by knowing that a student wants not only to be a hacker, but emulate him and do a thesis in his favorite subject in the world application hacking. And even though I hadn't worked in this industry for long, he told me later that he found my curiosity and my drive impressive. That, to him, was my social growth. Number seven, be short, specific, and concise. Especially in the beginning, in your very first messages. Your entire first message is a hook. All of it. First impressions matter. First impressions count. So it's important to make sure that your entire first message is like a hook. Not only just a few words or phrases, but entirety, all of it. Make sure you don't get too boring or too fluffy with your words. Instead, aim to capture the attention of the reader quickly and make sure they know exactly what you're trying to convey 
with just few words. That's what I tried to do with Jared in my very first message. With Jared, this is the very first message that I wrote to him. It was sent as a personal note in a LinkedIn invitation. It was short, specific, concise, direct, and hooked directly to his biggest interest, application security. It goes somewhat like this. I'm a master's student at RWTH Aachen University, Germany, pursuing my master's thesis in web application vulnerabilities. I would highly appreciate if I could contact you regarding the same. It was short, direct, told who I am and why am I contacting him. Number eight, energy matters. Sound optimistic, not naive, but optimistic. Think of it as writing to someone you know. Believe that you'll get a response as you do with your friends. That belief is important. Not expectation, that belief. Your energy transmits. Envision it as if writing to a close friend and trust that they will respond positively just like they usually would do. The energy that you put in your words will be transmitted to the recipient. So take the time to really think about and craft your message. Visualize a positive outcome as you write, and you will be more likely to get the response that you hope for. This is not the same as expecting that they must respond, but you're giving the energy, the mindset, and you're hoping for the response that you wish to get. Number nine, expand further. But be very specific and clear in your query and begin with the uh, and begin with only one query. Be very specific and clear in what is your ask. What is your CTA? In your very first contact, make sure to just have one question, but the right question. In your very first contact, make sure to have just one CTA, but the right CTA or call to action. What are you hoping to accomplish with this ask? What kind of action do you want your recipient to take upon reading your query? What's the specific call to action you're looking to achieve? All of these questions should be taken into consideration before you make your one ask. Just one ask, one question, one specific call to action. And be specific and clear with the inquiry that will help you give the best chance of obtaining the desired response that you wish to achieve. In my first message, I only had one ask. It was just, would it be possible to get his guidance on some questions related to application hacking, the topic of his interest? That was the only ask I had in the very first contact. Number 10, be very humble. Never take someone's help for granted. It's not their job whether in the first message or second or any time down the road. This one per se is not really related to just the first message, but in building that relationship that may start through that one message, through that one cold email, leading to a more collaborative future. Be grateful. Show it. Do it. Act it. Don't just say it. Walk the talk. The first thing I did was I, the first thing that is when I was done with the master's thesis was that I added Jeremiah to my acknowledgements in my master's thesis. He didn't expect it. He didn't ask me for it. When I told him, his response was more like, while not entirely necessary, 
I'd be flattered to be cited in your thesis. Unless he specifically asked me to not put his name in for some reason, I would have nonetheless acknowledged him. Since then, we have built a relationship, a long-term relationship, where in our calls, I always ask him first, how is it going with him? How can I help him? I'm happy, even if sometimes we have to postpone my topic, but I don't wish ever for him to feel that I'm not there for him, even though there is no doubt that he has done way more for me than I will ever be able to do for him. Always remember, there is power in gratitude. Always be grateful. Always be humble. Always be thankful. This mindset is important when you start your very first cold message or cold email that may lead to a long-term relationship. These are the tips that I followed more than two or almost two decades ago that led me to break into cybersecurity, that led me to not in just that, but find one of my long-term mentors, find that one mentor that has helped me really, truly, and with whom I've built a long-term relationship where we help each other, where we support each other. And that is priceless. So I hope these 10 tips will help you to write that very first cold message or cold email and achieve the results and build a long-term relationship with the ones that you wish. So this is Monica Talks Cyber. If you enjoyed my video, do not forget to subscribe and please click on the notifications bell. I'll be back with more real experiences, real stories, and real tips to help you 10x your career and your life. This is Monica Talks Cyber.